I tell you what, thank the Lord for, uh, for, for cases that go on your tablets and phone. My phone, my, my tablet took a tumble on the concrete and, uh, the case is worse for wear, but my, my tablet is fine. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father God, we just thank you again for this opportunity to get into your word and to hear from you. Father, we open our hearts for your truth to be planted in them, Father God. And, and we just trust that as you plant that word in our hearts, Father God, uh, we're humble and surrendered to you. We're making our hearts good soil so your word can, can, can take root and bear fruit to your glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to continue along the lines of what uh, I shared last week, and and I alluded to it last week, but I really want to re reiterate and emphasize. You know, we're we're talking about faith, and and I want to to challenge us in on the issue of faith, and and and, and what is the key to it. Oftentimes. And this may seem like an oversimplification, but oftentimes I'm just going to say the key to faith is where we put our focus. You hear me? The key to faith is where we put our focus. Is our focus on God? Is our focus on God's word, on his promises? Or is our focus on the circumstances in front of us? Because where our focus is in relation to that is going to determine whether we walk in fear or faith. All right? We're going to start in the book of James, and then we're going to go to Genesis 12. James chapter 2. Just starting in the 18th verse. I'm reading out of the NIV translation. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without dead is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, you see that faith... You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And I'm not going to get too technical or anything here, but basically he's saying faith is not just something we profess. Faith is not just something we give mental assent to and believe, but faith is something that we act on. And when actions sync up with belief, then faith is matured. And I, and I, I don't know about you, but I want to become mature in my faith. Amen? Faith is not just something like when people ask the question, what faith are you? 
Well, you know, that, 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 that question, it may be well-intended, but it's wrong-headed, <laughs> you know? Faith is more of a matter of who I trust and who I'm surrendered to than it is what denomination or what I profess and so forth. Amen? Faith without actions is ineffective. It is useless. It does not benefit. And so we as a body of believers, we as followers of Christ, we have to desire and endeavor to walk in faith that will benefit others, faith that will produce fruit, faith that will bring life into people's lives, all right? All right, Genesis chapter 12. I have to work hard not to continue. Boy, I get, I'm like a dog on a bone. I stay and repeat. Y'all bear with me, love me through it, okay? Genesis chapter 12. I'm going to start at the first verse. I'm going to read the first three verses. The Lord had said to Abraham, I'm sorry, to Abram. <laughs> He's not Abraham yet. The Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. And I'm going to start this over, and I want you to really count in your minds how many promises God gives this, this man as he tells him to do what he wants him to do. I'm giving you my will for your life. I want you to obey this. I want you to walk in that direction, and here's what I'm declaring over your life as you do that. All right? The Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. Now I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. I tell you what, that is a wonderful promise from the Lord. But it doesn't change the fact that in verse 1, God is...